0: There it's Gary Parish. It's Saturday, November 7th, 2020. Welcome back to the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball Podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting and leaky black. Matt Norlanda is here with me. And as previously noted, in addition to normal episodes of the Eye on College Basketball Podcast, we are also regularly recording short episodes on various prospects of the 2020 NBA draft. We've already done a bunch. Everybody from LaMelo Ball or Precious Achua. And today we turn our attention to Cassius Winston. He's a six foot one point guard from Michigan State who was a two-time All-American Big Ten player of the year. Average 18.6 points and 5.9 assists as a senior. He led the Spartans to a share of the Big Ten regular season title. I have him projected as a first-round pick. I think he's somebody who could help a contender as a rookie. We're going to talk about Cassius Winston as a prospect momentarily, but first,
1: check this out.
0: So, Norlander, today's subject is Cassius Winston. I have him as a first-round pick. Others do not, so let's just start right there. Would you spend a first-round pick on the former Michigan State star?
2: Indeed, I would. To me, he is in that 25 to 30 range. I would go first-round, late first-round on Cassius Winston. I think he showed enough over the course of his career at Michigan State. We've seen previously highly productive Michigan State players last longer into the draft one specifically obviously comes to mind not the same kind of player not the same position but i tell you what draymond green was a little bit chubbier than people wanted him to be but was super productive coming out of college and now look at him not saying cash swinson's going to be a potential hall of famer like draymond green but uh, i would take him to me he is exactly what you want as a backup point guard in the nba Cash is just different from most of the other players we've talked about on our draft profile series. I'm not convinced that he will ever be a starting NBA point guard. He might start some games, but over the course of even one season, will he be the default go-to number one guy three, five, seven years into the NBA? I'm not convinced of that. He is a little undersized, still has some baby fat on him defensively he's wouldn't rank as a top 75 prospect in this draft, but the acumen is there and there's something to be said for that. He is going to, uh, Pass many an interview he takes and I trust I trust the tape I trust the stats I trust the program I trust the coach I trust the final four runs I sometimes think that scouts and GMs overthink this and I if you're going to tell me Cassius Winston's there at like 42 or 43 I won't be shocked I'll just be disappointed because there's he has no business going below 35 and personally I take him anywhere between 27 and 32.
0: So often in recent years when I have conversations with NBA people one of the things the smart ones I think stress is that sometimes it's important to just focus on the good things about a prospect and not get too caught up with the bad because the bad can make you not recognize the good. And then you miss on somebody who can actually play in that league. So the bad with Cassius Winston is obvious. And I think you touched on every bit of it. He's only six, one six, three wingspan doesn't measure. Well, he's little, um, there are big question marks defensively. Um, he's an average athlete. All right, so those are those are negatives, and you know those are things that you should acknowledge. But I would I would insist not get caught up on him because the things he does well are things he does so well that it's going to allow him to have a job in that league for a long time. He made forty three percent of 602 three-pointers he attempted in his four-year college career. 43% of 602. Shot 38% for three as a freshman, 49.7% as a sophomore, 39.8% as a junior, 43.2% as a senior. Great free throw shooter too. 90% as a sophomore, 84% as a junior, 85% as a senior. He's a winner. He's great. Um, He's a great pick and roll player. Um, So what is he? He is somebody who can run your team like a real point guard, can go score when you need him to, and can reliably knock down jumpers. Like, don't, like, if you want to pass on him in the top 10, I understand that. Pass on him in the top 20. I get that. But when you get into the 20s, you've got four contenders that could all reasonably add a point guard who can shoot. The Sixers at 21, the Bucks at 24, the Lakers at 28, and the Raptors at 29, given the uncertainty surrounding Fred Van Vliet's future. If I'm any of those franchises, I'm taking a hard look at Cassius Winston because I think he can play from day one. For instance, if you told me the Lakers got him at 28 and you told me Cassius Winston was going to make four threes in game three of the NBA finals next year, I'd say, yeah, I could I could see that. No problem.
2: All right. Quick story. Uh, just to kinda put in perspective why Winston deserves to be taken first round and and just so people realize, uh, that he's not just like some like come from behind, like four year college story. That's not it. Um, this would have been five years ago, maybe six years ago in this in the summer, when Cassius Winston was playing for the family, which was his grassroots team out of Detroit, and we saw him at Peach Jam. And he was he was awesome, okay? Awesome prospect and just one of those players where he already looked uh, like Dacian Nix, who's not going to play for UCLA and is going to play in uh, in the G League's uh, pathway program. Uh, he was of uh, of a passing acumen that that Winston was. And at the time, he had not committed to Michigan State yet, I don't believe, but it was you know kind of coaches just talking like he's going to go to play at Michigan State. And I remember sitting there with a coach, and this coach is like, this kid's going to go to Michigan State he's going to be a four-year player and by the time he's done he's going to be one of the best players in the history of that program and he's probably going to be like a first team all-american and sometimes it's just you you really like not every coach gets everything right like that but they just they see enough of these players they 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 they've been doing this for years and years and years absolutely on the money with Cassius Winston he was a top 30 prospect a great get for the Spartans came in with a heralded freshman class he just was always going to be built to be a four-year stud but don't forget like the hit rate on, on top 30 prospects is not 100%, it's not 80%, it's not even 60% when it comes to like le, like sticking and landing it and, and staying in the NBA. But when it comes to being draftable, if you're a top 30 prospect, the odds of you actually getting through eventually are pretty good. So Winston was not some you know 90th ranked, 130th ranked, 150th ranked prospect. That's not what he was. He was a centerpiece to one of the best recruiting classes Tom Izzo's ever had. And then he went on, oh, by the way, to be an elite point guard, ranked second- in assist rate as a freshman, second as a sophomore, third as a junior, and then 19th this past season. Oh, by the way, as we previously detailed and chronicled on many episodes, was really, really good this past season, despite going through just tremendous personal a tragedy. Losing his brother to suicide. Still continuing to be a focal point for that team when no one expected anything more than just whatever he was willing to do. He could have sat out the season and everyone would have understood, but he wanted to be a part of it. He helped make Michigan State, one of the best teams in the country, and they would have had a real shot at making another Final Four run had we had a tournament there. So just a reminder of who he was at like 16-17. Elite level point guard and was only lower in the rankings because again, a little undersized, not, not a physical specimen, not someone who was a sure shot, you know, knockdown shooter, amazing defender. If he had those things, he would have been a top 10, top 15 prospect. He wasn't, but still that's where he's coming from. And again, that is why I would continually harp on him deserving to be in that first round like his teammate who we're not going to do an episode on Xavier Tillman who I think is now starting to get a bit more respect and is going to go first round but that wasn't even the buzz on Tillman a little while ago so um, I don't know if you remember ever checking I mean you were there with me we go to PGM together every year but I do specifically remember watching Winston and being like this dude is like He's just way better right now than than so many of the other guys that are more you know more highly ranked. You brought up Fred Van Vliet, kinda like that, but Van Vliet wasn't the same kind of kid at 17. But that same kind of vibe, like you go watch him and it's like, yeah, this dude, like I understand, like people think he's gonna go to Michigan State. He'll fit in there immediately. And he did. Um Fred Van Vliet, I think,
0: is a a pretty interesting comp for cash. It's Winston. Um if you looked at him coming out of college, there are things that you didn't like. He's only six foot one, just like Cassius Winston. He's not a great athlete, just like Cassius Winston. But everything else is right in front of your face. Knows how to run your team, high character, leader, point guard position, great in pick and roll. Uh Fred Van Vliet. Made 38% of his three-pointers in a four-year college career at Wichita State. Cassius made 43%. Like We have an obvious example of somebody who is flourishing in the NBA because he knows how to play. He knows how to play his position. He's an incredible competitor, an established winner, and he can reliably knock down perimeter jumpers. That's Fred Van Vliet. Why can't Cassius Winston do the same things. I'm not saying he's going to have Van Vliet's career because Fred's great. I'm not predicting that. I'm just saying if I were one of those contenders, picking in the 20s, Sixers at 21, Bucks at 24, Lakers at 28, and Raptors at 29. If Van Vl- you know, if you're worried about losing Fred Van Vliet to free agency, you know, I I, I would also consider Malachi Flynn in the same range for the same reasons from San Diego state. But Cassius Winston is somebody I'd start taking a really hard look at early in the twenties, especially if I'm looking for somebody who can help me win Mm -hmm. next season. That's the thing. If you're not trying to win next season, maybe you take a flyer on somebody with more upside, but Lakers are trying to win back-to-back titles. The bucks are trying to finally break through to a finals. Um, The Sixers are trying to get things right with doc rivers. Those teams are trying to win next season. Cassius Winston can help you win next season. Not There are going to be players drafted ahead of Cassius Winston who cannot help you win next season. Cassius Winston, wherever he's picked, he can help you win next season. If I'm trying to win next season – I'm taking a serious look at that guy.
2: I want to harp on the 43% on 600 attempts over the course of his career because there's not a lot of players. It's not unheard of. This isn't unicorn stuff by any means, but it's not easy to go and be a three- or four-year player, high usage rate like Cassius, and still be that reliable from three-point range. We're talking 600 attempts at a 43% clip. That's really good. And weirdly, like I think within college basketball circles, people understood that Cassius could hit it, but I don't feel like that is the first, second, or third thing that comes to mind when you say Cassius Winston basketball player go it's a great leader really good passer uh and you know Decent offensive player. I don't think like, oh yeah, three reliable three point shooter, really really good three point shooter. But that kind of stuff is going is what is going to get him drafted. And then if you get him in there, the, uh, again a winning culture, winning player, um, which is a, a bit of a cliche, but I I think it does apply to him one hundred percent there. If I am going to be a, a bit critical beyond the the defensive stuff, I think is just obvious there. Can you can you get him to be a little bit better defensively? We'll see. And then and this is just something that I sat down at the final four with Cassius and we talked about a bunch of stuff when the, when they made it uh, in Minnesota in 2019 up there in Minneapolis and uh, really having a, a a discipline about his diet, um, you know, just, you know, grew up just loving fast food and candy, and he curbed that a lot in college, but there, I think that there needs to be another step um, because once you get to be a professional, body is temple and all of that, I think that's just a, a genuine uh, knock against him. Not that it'll be the difference between him going 29 and 39, but it's just an, another one of those things. If we wanted to give a well-rounded evaluation on that, I think just some of the uh, the diet discipline, the workout discipline, uh, getting there, and if he's been able to prove that in the past three to five months, I don't have a, I don't have a, an Oct- a, a fresh off of October scouting report for you from the scouts yet but if he has done that that's only going to help his case and I think because of how good he was the coach he came from and in the, in the program he came from I do think that his window is interesting I wouldn't put him above 25 you mentioned a few other teams in that uh 20 to 25 range I can't see him going that high I'd love to be wrong I'd love to be I'd love to be wrong because I, I think a player like him deserves consideration but uh, I'd say 25 at highest and then really I do think like as low as 45 I disagree with it but it's just uh, this draft in particular man you try to get any kind of consistent read on players falling in that window there's some that apply but there's a lot of them that are floating in and out
0: if he's available at 45, a lot of people have made a mistake. I, That's I, I,
2: I agree with you, but I'm just telling you, I feel like that is still a potential outcome. That's all. Um
0: it should be noted, there's a long list of players who have fixed their body once they became professionals. I mean, you start living a different life if you're disciplined. You know, like Zion would be a, an example to the contrary. Hopefully he gets that figured out. But certainly his rookie year was not a year in which he got the body situation figured out. So it could go either way. But there is a long list of players who have fixed their body to the extent that it needed fixing once they became professional athletes. And you mentioned the reliable three-point shooting, like I remember talking to him um, at Big Ten Media Day before his junior year and sort of studying his sophomore season and realizing, because I don't think I recognized it as it was happening, his sophomore season, he shot 50% from the field, 50% from three, and 90% from the free throw line. Like that that is not not nothing close to normal. 50 50 90? I mean, sometimes people get like really excited about a 50 40 90. Like that's considered yeah. unbelievable. He went 50 50 90 as a sophomore. That came down uh a, you know, as a junior it was 46 40 84 and as a senior it was 45 43 85 so did it dip a little sure some of it was because he was asked to do more as a junior and senior than he was asked to do as a sophomore but when you have a body of work that's substantial that is that shows you are a consistently good shooter great shooter um then you're a great shooter and we just got through watching the nba playoffs there's not a team in there aren't many teams in the nba that couldn't use a quality guard off the bench who can run your team who's high character who can knock down shots um consistently there's not many franchises that couldn't use that guy that's why i'd start i'd start looking at him um anywhere in the 20s especially if i'm a contender
2: Closing thought is this, circle back to Tillman. I just wonder, given the draft process, Zoom interviews with all of this stuff, if both Winston and Tillman really do wind up helping their own stock because uh, how they worked together... Uh, their maturity level. Uh, Tillman's going to get drafted on his defense. Winston will get drafted more, way more, on his offense. Just keep an eye on that. Uh, if they wind up going, and if they go, wind up going in close spots because teams that are in there, if they don't trade out of it, they are they are very aware of the of the wants and the and the tendencies of other teams around them. So just a, a draft day thought as we, by the way, close in on uh, on the NBA draft. We're just about a week and a half out until the picks are made. Shouts to.
0: Devin Downey, shouts to Chester, South Carolina. Shouts to Terry, MF, and Teagle. Legend. Shouts to Larnell. Thank you guys once again to listen to the Ion College Basketball Podcast in the middle of the most idiotic pandemic I ever seen in my entire life. So stressful living during this thing. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell somebody about it. If you're not subscribed, please go subscribe anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it. I know Norlanda would too. And we will talk to you again real soon. By real soon, I mean Monday. Until then, take care.
1: What's up, y'all?